0: and take your business to new heights. Secure your spot today and be part of the AEC industry's future. Visit ZweigGroup.com for more information. The Zweig Group team looks forward to welcoming you.
1: Welcome to the Zwag Letter Podcast putting architectural, engineering, planning, and environmental consulting experts' straight talk in your ear. These podcasts deliver great interviews with industry leaders and Zweig Group's three decades of invaluable research, leadership, management, marketing, client, and HR advice directly to you, free of charge. The Zweig Letter Podcasts let you develop personally and professionally, wherever you are.
0: Another episode of the Zweig Letter Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and I am back. That's right, I'm back with some great content and some and a great guest today. As a matter of fact, so just really excited uh, that uh, we have um, been off the air for a couple of weeks now and finally back at it. And uh, I've got um, Brian Peterson here from WGI. He's the director of creative services for WGI Creative. And he has an interesting story that we re- I've just been itching to get him on this podcast for quite some time now. So really excited to have Brian on the show today. So without further ado, Brian Peterson, how are you doing, man?
2: doing great Randy thanks for the invitation look forward to, to chatting a little bit further
0: yeah absolutely absolutely it's it's it is you and I we've known each other for a couple of years now and and you're, you're part of a, a really great firm that uh, that actually works with, with Swi group from time to time on a number of initiatives and and you guys have also been hot firm award winners at WGI uh, the design firm you you've, you've uh, also won a couple of marketing and excellence awards. Uh, for your creative team. And so, you know, today we've, we've had a chance to talk to, uh, to as we like to say, El Jefe. We've talked to David Wantman, the, the head <laughs> of, of Wantman Group. Uh, but now we want to talk to you because, uh, you know, I think, it's it's always interesting when I, I go into different design firms around the country and I look at how they treat their marketing and business development apparatus and specifically the marketing area and, and for some firms marketing is an afterthought. For other firms they are acutely aware of the importance of, of marketing effectively and uh, making some things happen. So, you know, I just they, I think it's really interesting to um to just learn about your story and to learn about how wgi creative came about but before we really dive into that i kind of want to learn a little bit more uh, about the superhero origin story of brian peterson so why don't you just tell our listening audience a little bit about yourself and 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 really what makes you tick
2: um well, that's a pretty big open question on that end. <laughs> Appreciate that. My background is I mean, I'm in the AEC, AEC firm, and I've had to learn what AEC stood for because in the engineering world, there's a lot of acronyms that, uh, frankly, I don't know and I don't really understand most of them. I, I'm an advertising um, background. I I grew up in the advertising world, so that makes me a little bit different, mostly than anybody else, because engineers, God love them, they're pretty black and white and straight lines, and in the advertising world, that doesn't exist with us. We're out-of-the-box thinkers for the most part. I was contracted with David Wantman when I had my own business. I used to do a lot of consulting work. I got contracted with David, oh, man, 2003, 2004, thereabouts, so I was brought in to help design stuff within the company. And back in those days, there was one person that ran the marketing department. It was uh, an admin girl that was the wife of one of the owners at the time. Hmm. She ran the department and she was at her wits end just being able to produce whatever proposals that they had. So coming in with an advertising background, I came in with a fresh new approach, a totally different look than what they were used to. Coming out with that particular design really helped enhance a lot of what they were doing. David let me grow the department even as a consultant allowed me to bring in a few people, hire some people, manage them, and we developed a lot of things that made it easier for them to produce proposals. You know, they're chasing down, I say they, we are chasing down road jobs, bridge jobs, all kinds of stuff, and we need great-looking packages to be able to present our content to the to the industry. Well, what we were able to do was to provide that quite a bit. Did that on a consulting basis for a couple of years. And then I took that gig and went to a couple other different places. I ran the Panther organization advertising for quite a few years down there. Did the same thing over there. And then when I was done with that particular gig, um, I went back on my own. And David uh, had found out. And we put a deal together to come back in over here and build the marketing department of the company. I think the company had grown since I had left. I think there might have been four people in the department maybe five when i came back i think there were probably eight at the time now i think we're somewhere around 21 people within our department it's grown quite a bit i've been back for here for about the last almost five years and uh working for the company right now david warman within the wgi brand mark of what we do allows us full autonomy to be as creative and as out of the box thinking as we possibly can which i think really helps us grow in our department and right now, I'm pretty much the only advertising guy within here. I've got a new art director that came aboard that's doing a fantastic job. So what we're doing is we're adding a whole different look, flow, ability, and I'm going to keep saying it, but out of the box thinking to enhance a lot of what we're being able to offer for services. And we're even extending out to subcontractors within our own organization of, of vendors to be able to product, provide work for them as well, websites, collateral aerial drone photography we're doing a lot of different services in here
0: wow yeah that i mean and and i've you know kind of i have your site open as we're as i'm talking to you just really looking at i have I've looked at your site a number of times, but I really like the way that you lay out your work. There's a work section, and we'll put uh, some uh, a link to this site in the show notes for our, those that are listening at a later time, uh, because I know you're probably driving while you're listening to this, so we don't want you to have an accident. and Go to the website right now. Uh, but later on, at, when, when you have a chance, you should definitely get on your computer and open it up and visit WGICreative.com, and just check out what Brian and those guys. Are doing and and certainly, I mean, you you mentioned just a few of the things that you do, but you guys have it listed down advertising, branding, graphic design, web design and development, interactive design, 3D modeling, packaging design, aerial photography, and videography. I mean, that's that is that's pretty awesome. And my question to you because I know that there are some people that are listening to this that. Are probably wondering. Well, I mean, how? How? I mean, do you go out and create marketing materials for competing firms of WGI, or how does that work? And 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 if if I'm a firm owner and I have a Brian Peterson that works for me that's really creative and has the skill set and the ability to to do what you guys are doing, uh, and to sh- and to to shepherd that. Um, how how do I as a, as a leader of a design firm allow that to happen and flourish? without diminishing the quality of the product that I want put out for my organization?
2: You know, that's actually a challenge. I mean, just so you know, or your listeners know, I'm a 35-year experience marketing guy, so I'm not just fresh out of the box here. But most of my staff, they're all millennials, you know, which is a challenge, good and positive. But my role at this particular point in my career is I'm enjoying, more than anything, mentoring and taking the knowledge and experience I have to be able to to build this brand. So that, that does help me out quite a bit and it helps out the the company. But when it comes down to picking up new work, most of the stuff that we had when we first started out over here were my clients that I brought in from an outside vendor base, uh, people that I used to work with. So it's kind of reputation at that particular point. Now the, the challenge is always it, it you just have to kind of learn and go with it. We're we're the in-house marketing department for a national branded company. That comes first above anything and everything. Okay. So it's always a, a challenge to juggle with your staff when you're working on an internal project for the company and there's always deadlines with that, but yet you've got some outside billing that you want to get done too. That outside billing that we bring in is very, very helpful because it allows the creative staff to be, you know, advertising creative professionals toward whatever that creative project is but now what's been happening is we're doing so many more internal projects we're buying more companies we're we're growing immensely so we're adding services where it used to be a challenge that i wanted to bring in all that outside creative work to keep my creative staff thinking outside the box and thinking about new projects and it wasn't just asphalt and and bridges but (laughs) For our particular, <laughs> for our particular uh, company, which is very unique, we have, I don't even know, to be honest with you right now, 14, 15, 16 different services that we're providing. So that's always adding a good creative challenge. So we're able to now start providing really off the charts creative internally for our, for our division. But we've been bringing in a lot of outside clients. But what we're finding out now is we've been our division here has been solid for probably the last almost five years And our outside vendors, our subcontractors and stuff are starting to take notice of all the changes, the upgrades, and the look that we've been given WGI. We're starting to pick up business from them as well. So even within the own AEC industry, we're picking up our own subcontractors to be able to work with on on projects for them.
0: Yeah, I I think, I mean, to me, it just makes perfect sense. And essentially, it sounds like what you said is that, you know, there was a time there where when you were first getting this off the ground, in, in order to supply your team with enough work, you had to go out and get other work in addition to what WGI was doing. But now that WGI has grown organically as well as through acquisition, you you have a full plate of work to do internally. Um, and And so that it's kind of it's kind of I guess it's kind of balanced out for you guys now so that everybody has something to do.
2: Which is great. I mean, everybody has. And it's 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 a challenge to juggle the creative staff on project basis. But I've got such a supportive staff and such a free thinking staff that these guys can take a job and run with it on their own. You know, so my job's become a lot easier when I have the staff that I do, because for me, it's really managing what we've got. And letting these people be as free thinkers as they they possibly can. But we have now more of a diversified range of opportunities to be creative for the corporate company than we ever did. And, and the people that are taking notice of that more than anything are our subcontractors, vendors like that, that are seeing what we're doing because we're all over the place. I mean, down in Florida, you'd have a tough time driving around somewhere and not seeing a WGI vehicle. We've wrapped those things uniquely to where we have something that it, it might have a good corporate look to it, but it's something that stands out above the other competitors in engineering that we have within our, our, our local areas. And then we've expanded our vehicles into some of the other states that we're into now as well. We're pushing our brand. We're constantly staying on top of our websites. We're updating that. We're updating our collateral information. We actually just bought what's called a, let's see if I get this correct, Minolta Konica printer. It's it's probably as big as two offices combined, but we handle our own in-house printing. And it, and it was an investment for us to do that. But we can handle all of our own printing for. You know all of the offices that we can provided we get a couple days to produce the stuff and ship it off to these guys. But it keeps our overhead down because we're changing things so fast. We can't produce a thousand brochures anymore because before we even get a quarter of the way through with them, they become obsolete. So yeah. we're able to print things dig- digitally in-house. Yeah. We're, we're always thinking about what we can manage in-house because the deadlines are crazy too. And, and we can manage those deadlines when we have the proper equipment. And because of the executive leadership that we've got we're able to you know convince david that we need this printer convince david that we need a new piece of equipment to make things more streamlined and we're getting to that streamlined position within our division and our department over here and it's running very well in that respect
0: wow that's amazing yeah i mean as you as you were talking i was just sitting here looking i mean it looks like you got 14 people on your team i know maddie uh, who I've dealt with before, one of the as you say, quote unquote millennials that are on your team that are doing some amazing things, and it's kind of cool because you've you, you've kind of mastered the ability of you know hiring really talented people and then just getting the hell out of their way so they can do what they do, and um, I mean a lot of people could learn from that, and that was. Um, that's one of the things that's, that was one of Steve Jobs' greatest observations about when you bring new talent onto your firm. And, you know, he would say that all the time, that you just have to hire good people, trust that they're going to do what needs to be done, and then move out of their way and let them do it, as opposed to micromanaging them. And I'm pretty sure you don't do much micromanagement there at WGI Creative.
2: No, no, me personally, I don't. But, you know, it's also true, too, too, though, is when you bring somebody in, I'll, I'll give you an example without you know, saying the person's name, hired a particular girl for a particular scenario down here as a graphic artist, and she filled that position well. She was a production artist, but then I also hired her because in her portfolio of when she came in through her resume, she was also a wedding photographer. I know that sounds kind of crazy, but I saw her, her images and she had, she had a photographer's eye. She was very, very good at what she did. Well, after using her for a while, she was doing a good job with the production, but I started using her in the photography area Her passion is photography. So now she's become so good at at the photography. We send her out. She's Absolutely, I can let her go by herself. I don't have to hold her hand. I don't have to be there with her on shoots anymore. She goes out and shoots all of our projects. That's amazing. You know, we could hire. We used to hire professional photographers. It got expensive, but we pulled this girl back, and she loves it. Her passion's photography. She will stand on top of a building to get the shot. She'll climb under a, a bridge to get the shot. She'll do whatever it takes to get that shot. David Waltman, I think, what was it? A couple weeks back, was out to dinner with him, and he looked over at me and he made two comments to me. He goes. I really want to say, he goes, your photography and your videography have really stepped up a notch. And we do our own in-house videography as well. So those are services that we've kind of grown into that have really helped us be able to maintain under our own roof. And photography, we have that in-house now. And we're actually creating another service which isn't under our our realm that's why everything's changing we're kind of doing some private country club work through some uh, other girl that we had hired that's doing quite a bit of work for us and she's bringing us into private country clubs based off of what she's done in the past but she's getting wgi in for the survey for the civil for land architecture development and she's pushing creative with that too and with the creative we're going in there selling ourselves as aerial photographers because we do that we have aerial photography. We're flying drones. Um, we've got a good reel going on that. We've got our photographer. Uh, we do our videography. We're we're offering our services through somebody else that's hired within the company to sell WGI services. Wow. I mean, you never know. You never know how much this is going to change. So we're kind of focusing on those things. We're just evolving, Randy. Hmm. I mean, everything that we do. But but being able to evolve in a way that I know our division is considered for most places general overhead, but we don't just sit on our laurels. We try to use the the extra time we might have to think about what we can do to expand our creative services more, you know, what we can do on a challenging basis. Maddie that works for us in our social media area, our division has has. Just doubled in such a great way that the staff that we've got, we're constantly thinking, even outside the box, to be able to figure out what new social media things we can help Maddie out to give her a library to keep pushing things out. We just created a new contest again yesterday that's reaching out to all of our national staff to be able to come back into our um, internal intranet-based scenario that keeps them back there so they come for the content, and we got prizes and awards. It's kind of crazy thought process, but. It's, it's a contest to engage more of our staff. But the main goal there was to be able to get them back to the informer, which is what we have that's our internal intranet, where we produce content for them to come to. So we're kind of – we're always thinking of different ideas to be able to, to get people back to the main topic of, like I said, using our informer, our intranet, to know that that's the place they need to come to for content. So without them knowing that or realizing it or doing it on a, on a normal basis – we're providing different ideas to drive them back.
0: You know, and that's that's a good point that you bring up with the informer and and I know that it's an it's an issue that a lot of firms that I run into and talk with have a challenge with, which is spreading the news internally. Would you be willing just to kind of give one nugget of wisdom or, or maybe even two nuggets of wisdom, if you, if you're so inclined, uh, on ways that uh, if I'm a design firm owner, I can really, you know, push the envelope in disseminating information to my team that will be effective and that will resonate with them. Um, because I know firms, firms in the design design space struggle with this.
2: Well, you know, that's it, a good question, but it's it's not. There's no definitive answer to that. I would say because every firm, you know, going to your um, Zwag Awards seminars a lot. Like last year was great. You guys allowed me to speak at that. I got to meet a lot of people at the other AEC firms that had marketing professionals in their offices. And every office is different. Every office is different. You got to kind of, it's taken us a while to kind of understand our people because we got certain groups, certain teams, certain divisions that don't respond well to sending an email out to, hey, we need some content. We need some information. Y- you kind of have to figure out what those people respond to in the best way. Um, we did an intern program as a perfect example. And we're, we're always on top of our recruiting basis for the company. And it's our, our program has grown year after year after year. So we did, we developed a campaign pitch last year that we piggybacked off again this year. And I was always going nuts, trying to get more content from project managers. We developed a campaign that incorporates our interns live while they're here and they each have their own blog and they can post information that we post on them for photos, for videos of their progress while they're an intern here, fun photos, working photos and stuff like that. Well, it was funny because we even have a, a, an intern in our creative services area, another um, social media person. That particular guy last year, when it was a little challenging for me to go out as the creative head to get more content from our local people, our intern is able to get, more information than I could last year, which is kind of a un- unique thing where it kind of bothered me that I couldn't be the one to pull that information last year. <laughs> and now we've got a young millennial going out there and they're responding better to him. So, okay, my ego got a little bruised, whatever, but he's providing the content and I love it. So it's it's Everything's different. You you can't put your finger on saying that this is exactly how WGI does it and this is how we should do it for as a recommendation for another company. Because you got to get to know your people. You got to get to know your staff and, and what buttons hit them. You know, sometimes people don't want to be on social media. Some people don't care. Engineers are great, smart guys, you know, but it, it's hard to try to hit them. But if you hit them with, we develop campaigns that are family campaigns. Those are great. Those work a lot with people. We develop ones that are dog related just to engage people in, in trying to stay internal and post something on the, in our intranet company base. But when you kind of you kind of start to see after each and every promotion that we do what the response is analytically, um, how many times people are engaging, it kind of depends on the topic, and it kind of depends on, on your staff, to be honest with you, Randy. I know that was probably not quite the full answer of what you were looking for, but there's no definitive at that. We just try to really get in the heads of the different department people and find out what buttons hit them the most.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and that in and of itself is an answer, right? Because I mean, it's, it's, it's going to depend for each firm that's out there that's, that wants to interact with their people. But you, you've got to have that conversation. You've got to create that dialogue and you have to be intentional about it, I think, in order to generate some buzz, to generate some activity. And, and especially for, for a design firm that wants to create an internal discussion. Uh, about what's going on and what's coming down the pike, you have to really kind of just get out there and share information and identify those in your organization that are probably more vocal than others, and maybe charge them with the um, the opportunity to disseminate some of this information and you know some of the updates on what the firm is doing. Um, you know, you would hope that the CEO could do that, but that doesn't always happen. It doesn't always happen doesn't always in the C suite. Yeah and sometimes there are other people within your organization that are could be even more effective at reaching a broader audience internally and you need to find out who and identify who they are and i would imagine a lot of design firm owners know or have an idea of who those individuals are or at least knows someone that knows who that person is and then you know start asking them to help develop it. The other thing that you brought up, which was really important, and, and that's something that I've learned that's really difficult to, to comprehend is this simple idea that just because you have social media and just because firms are on social media doesn't mean that everybody in the firm is going to share things socially. And that's always a challenge. That's always a, a real big challenge. And I know that you guys at WGI don't force people's hands because you do it. You guys do it naturally through the WGI creative team. And I follow all of your social, I follow your brand on social media. And you guys are very intentional about how you get the information out, but it's really driven by those team members of yours that have kind of taken it uh, on their own to just kind of get that information out there. And I think, again, firms need to identify people that have a heart for this and go after them and, and ask them to help out in in these ways. And if, if it becomes cumbersome or if it becomes a lot with the work that they're currently doing, you know, figure out ways to um, – to compensate them for that additional workload uh, that would be uh, could could ultimately be beneficial for a, a growing firm.
2: well, here's something that's funny too, though, Randy, is our division being, you know we it, we always feel we have to prove ourselves. That's just me personally anyhow. but you know because we're non- billable for the most part, each and every person that we've added to here under the creative brand, has had to prove themselves for, for a couple of years like social media. That was a hard thing to sell the AEC firm to say we need a full time social media person. Okay. That's a hard thing to turn around and tell the corporate um, owner of a company. We need to basically throw this money away to, to, um, get social media and stay on top of it, but it's not throwing it away. Maddie, uh, and I keep saying her name, uh, has had to prove herself, you know, and we help as a team. It's not a one individual thing. Everything we do, I strive it as a team. And I and personally try not to use the word, I try to go through a conversation without saying the word I, but try to really, really prove that we have team members. And the, the one thing that I really like to do is send my team members out individually to meet with the executives now i'll go to the first few meetings with them but then when i'm comfortable with them i let them go deal with the executives i let them go deal with the project managers i, I want them to get up out of their chair not send emails all the time because they're so impersonal people look at an email and go oh my god this this guy typed these words in caps he must be mad <laughs> you know what? You know how people do
1: that stuff, right, but, right 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 if you
2: send somebody face to face i've got an awesome staff of the, the just the nicest group of individuals and you know what They're received very well on every avenue of every service in the company. People love to see them because they're happy people. You know, that's we don't have any Debbie Downers here, but they go out there and they meet and I tell the guys, don't send an email. Go go over there to the corporate office. It's hard for us to reach out to our other locations because, you know, we can't just jump in a car and get there. So that's when a phone call comes in handy. We do some WebExes. We're trying to push more of those out. Perfect example. Um, your, your CEO, Chad, and, and I, and I love Chad and I, he's a great speaker too. And I really, really like him a lot. He had asked a while back if I, for some, you know, feedback for me on his marketing presentation that he had done. And I asked him if we could allow a little bit of time for us to, he was pitching to other marketing firms, but he was doing it for us first. I asked if we could put our, creative services, social media into there using our own personal examples since he's given a marketing presentation to us. Mm -hmm. He said, great. He allowed us time. We built a little presentation. It worked so phenomenal for our own staff. Chad did a great job. Everybody interacted. Maddie and I did a little bit of a song and dance, but she took over. We built some graphics for her. We used our own WGI Instagram posts, our, our Facebook feeds graphically, statistically. We showed the company what it takes to do social media. So people had no idea. They just think you click and throw a photo up on Facebook and it's all done. There's a there's a thought process involved with that. That thing was so successful. David didn't know we were doing that. And now what we're doing because of that is. And I am gonna thank Chad for allowing us to get up there to do this was um, we're sending Maddie out on what we're calling a social media tour. She's going to go to our Kalamazoo office and pitch the same presentation to our staff up there to educate them on the WGI social media brand. She's going to go to our Chicago office. We're going to do WebExes to the other offices that we can't get to. And she's going to drive all over Florida to make this pitch.
0: Wow. That's that's, that's exciting.
2: Everything changes. And you know how social media, we try things all the time. We're always trying something new, but that's a trendy thing. So it's not like you're going to stay on top of the same thing you do month to month to month. We try things. We look at it. We find out the analytics were not good. We do something else.
0: Yeah, yeah. Man, I and and you know I remember Chad telling me about that when he kind of tag-teamed with you guys and and the presentation. It was great. I heard it went really really well and and that. I mean that that's that's what I love to hear and and I think um a couple of things that that should not go uh, unnoticed by those that are listening to this is that here you have a design firm. You have a design firm leader like David Wantman that has the foresight to say, "You know what? There may be some ways for us to leverage this knowledge base that we have internally. Uh, in an external way, outside of just benefiting WGI, I mean, it certainly benefits them, but it's it's an extension of the brand into different areas, and it's also taking what has traditionally been an un um, an unbillable section of an organization, and I'm talking specifically about marketing, and made it billable. You know, uh, which I think is is pretty neat in, in and of itself. And I think that there are a lot of creative ways that design firms that have really talented people on their staff, on the marketing and business development side of things, could really leverage that knowledge and share it out uh, with a, to a wider audience and, and benefit from it, both financially as well as from a brand recognition. Um, because I know what you guys are doing on the WGI creative side is there's some there's some brand recognition there for WGI as a company too that's benefiting them and and vice versa. So I think it's it's kind of neat to see that.
2: You know, the interesting thing though too is we have our own brand within the WGI of WGI Creative. Um it's that old cobbler story. We spent so much time on the WGI brand mark that right now we've got, it's not that we have a lull time. We have a little bit of time and we're jumping crazy and everybody's going like, like hotcakes on this one, but it's really, really good. We're changing our marketing pitch, our marketing presentation. We're updating our own website because we haven't been able to do that in a while. Yeah. When you're out there selling your services and stuff, you know, most great agencies, if you have dedicated people to stay on top of changing the, creative website at at an agency those that's great we don't really have that here we're all working so crazily spinning our heads and every day we we add new people and new people come up with marketing ideas that they throw out and everybody's a marketer (laughs) everybody everybody knows something about marketing right or everybody has an opinion on whatever you creatively put out there that's fine we take that all the time but we have to be adaptable we have to be adaptable to, to make some edit changes right away or to create something on the fly. Even though weekly we go and have our own weekly production meetings, every day something changes. And I mean a, a lot of different things. New projects come out. So we're just like chameleons. You know, we're adapting as as whatever hits us.
0: Yeah, yeah. I love that. Chameleon's one of my favorite uh one of my favorite animals in the, in the lizard family. So, uh, I'm I'm glad you actually mentioned that. I used to name my former company Camille, the chameleon group, just because, you know, of that ability to adapt to any environment that you're in. And and I think you put, you put that well there, um, to describe what you guys are doing at WGI creative. So, but listen, I know you guys are, are extremely busy there and I could go on and on with question after question. And I'm sure that you know, some of the listening audience are, are going to shoot some questions our way and, and uh, drop some emails to me and um, uh, online and, and elsewhere. But uh, I, I would just love for you to to kind of wrap this up with, you know, what what are the plans for the near term future for WGI creative in terms of, you know, where, where do you see yourself in the next you know, 12 to 18 months, I don't want to go, I, I hate going too far in the future, right? Cause nobody really yeah. knows, but you know, in the next 12 to 18 months, what are, you, what are you hoping to accomplish? That's not a super secret, uh, on your, on your side of things that, um, that when the, when the world sees it, they're going to be like, wow, this is, this is pretty cool.
2: Well, it's okay. I kind of delved a little bit into it, not to be anything secretive on that. We're rebranding our own stuff. And, um, what we're doing right now is we're, we're using the in-house The the in-house contacts, let's call it that. The in-house contacts to go after some of the subcontractors. We're creating this whole presence right now for private country club. My background, I spent 15 years in the golf industry. And the, the funniest thing about that was I don't even like golf. I, sh- <laughs> I probably shouldn't say that on the radio, but right. I spent a long okay. time in the golf industry. And and the cool thing about, I love doing the design aspect because it's beautiful photography. It sold itself because you don't run into too many people that don't like golf. Right. You just just me. But now we're getting back into it. Cause I have a good base to understand all that. And I want to get back into that. We now have a person within our company that's pushing an area For the company in a good way so we're piggybacking off of that I want to build that brand I want to build that mark and I want to take us from with WGI getting in the door and then bringing WGI creative in there because we can sell a lot of our services under that brand and we're doing the real estate market too again I'm using the experience that I've had in the past doing the different national and international accounts I've worked on to work with the staff that we have to be able to mentor them and build those brands up. So we're trying to take now solid brands. It's not that we're not going to keep going after some of the private work. Those are great. You know, we do that on on a routine basis as the projects come in, but it's getting too hard right now to chase too many of them down when we've got things right in our face.
1: Yeah. that
2: we could literally make a lot easier to go after and they're going to be bigger projects for us. Anybody that's in an AEC firm that that has an in-house staff or growing a staff they all have vendors that they work with. They all have subcontractors that they partner up with on particular jobs. If they do a good job with their internal creative marketing stuff, they do a good job helping their own brand, their vendors, are go- their subcontractors are going to take notice. And if they want to come aboard there, I think generally, since my being around a lot of the AEC firms, they'll tap into an ad agency. They're not going to do that. They're just yeah. going to hire a few people to do it. The only thing that makes our little division a little more unique, and I'm not saying we're the most unique out there, but my background's advertising. I am not an engineer. I don't fit in this market at all. You could ask the engineers, because um, I, I don't think like with straight lines. We think way outside the box, and we're a little bit of that Abbey Normal, which I kind of love and live and breathe that way. But what I really want to see us do is grow our creative services with a lot more strength utilizing the contacts that are right there in front of us with our subcontractors. That's where I'm hoping to be able to take this in the next 18 months.
0: Okay. Wow. Well, that's a lot. I mean, certainly you have your work cut out for you, but with the the, the good looking group of people that you have on this team and, and, and what their capabilities are, I, I, don't, uh, I don't see you not achieving that. As a matter of fact, I see you guys going beyond that. So I, I'm really excited to see what comes up next for WGI creative and um, hopefully I'll I'll get to see you at our hot firm event in Dallas in September. Uh, But, but, you know, you guys have done some amazing things and you really are setting a standard uh, for what marketing in the design space looks like. And I think honestly uh, your story has yet to really be told uh, especially in this space and especially with, with, with what WGI is doing with WGI Creative. So uh, I'm certainly going to be sitting on the sidelines rooting for you guys. And I really do appreciate uh, you, you taking time out of your busy schedule to share with us today and to kind of open open the doors, if you will, and, and to give a little insight into how this whole thing came about, what you guys are doing and, um, and what you plan to do in the near future. So thank you so much, Brian. I really appreciate you, man.
2: Well, Randy, thank you very much for the opportunity, and I look forward to seeing you in Dallas.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. So, folks, there you have it. Brian Peterson, WGI Creative. They're doing some amazing things down there in West Palm Beach, Florida. Uh, Southern Florida, but but it, it expands beyond there. WGI has offices up in uh, Michigan and some other locations throughout the country, and they're continuing to grow. and uh, I would imagine that WGI Creative is just going to grow right alongside of them. So, really, really great to hear that kind of story, and and just to understand that you know you don't have to limit. You're marketing people and you need to, especially if you have creative people on your team and you're a design firm owner or a design firm leader, uh, you need to let them flex their wings a little bit and, um, you know, flex that creativity because you never know where it will lead. Uh, you may end up having your own WGI creative uh, within your organization. So. Um, there's, there's, there's room for more than just one firm like this, doing something unique like that. So want to thank Brian and, and Maddie and the rest of the guys on that WGI creative team. I hope to get down there sometime soon and hang out with them. And maybe we'll do a, a an in-person podcast where we get to do a round table discussion with everybody. That would be a lot of fun. So, but anyway, that's another episode of the wide letter podcast. Remember we're here and we exist to help you elevate the industry. One idea, one design at a time. I'm your host Randy Wilburn, and I want to thank you again just for listening to this podcast. Too often, people take it for granted that people are going to download this and listen to it on their uh, way to work or on a run or on a you know whatever they're doing. But um, I, I certainly don't take it lightly that you take time out of your busy schedule to listen to what we have to share. And I, I do hope that this particular episode was um, a benefit for you. Uh, remember, we've got a number of great things happening here. It's White Group coming up in the in the near term. Uh, We we have just started Z-Learning, which is our online continuing education platform. You can download hour-long videos. You can watch them, get continuing education credit in the areas of business management, uh, marketing, business development, uh, leadership development, project management. Uh, I said business management, but I actually meant project management and uh, financial management for non-financial managers. For So those of you that are engineers and architects out there that hate numbers but still understand that you have to know your numbers, uh, especially on projects and especially as you grow your firms, um, this program is definitely for you. And it gives you some insight and information and an ability to develop yourself professionally professionally. Um, right where you are at your desk at home on your iPad on the plane wherever you are Z learning can be with you so certainly want to encourage you to check it out you can visit zwiggroup.com/zlearning for more information uh and last but not least I want to say thank you and the way that we say thank you here at the Zwig letter podcast is by giving you a free subscription to the Zwig letter newsletter this newsletter has run continuously since 1992. Mark Zweig writes the featured article in it every week. And he if you've never read Mark's writing, you need to check it out. But certainly want to offer that up to you. Just visit ZweigGroup.com. Click on the Zweig letter icon and you can subscribe right there. All we need is your email address. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. And every Monday morning at... Well, every Monday at noon, you'll get a copy, a digital copy of the Zwag letter that comes out. And we publish that 48 times a year. So there are plenty of opportunities for you to find out the latest, greatest happenings in the design industry through the, the uh, a subscription to the Zweig letter. So really want to encourage you to take advantage of that. That's all I have for today. Remember... We used to say we exist to make you more successful here at Zwide Group, and we still do exist to make you more successful. But our focus has changed a bit just because we're thinking on a higher level in terms of what we're trying to do in the industry as a whole. And part of that focus is elevating the thought process, elevating the industry uh, one idea at a time. And so so with podcasts like this like this topic that we specifically talked about today um, for for marketing and business development and what WGI Creative is doing. It's a perfect example of how we we see the industry elevating itself. And we want to see that conversation happen at a higher level. We want to see great things happening uh, in the educational systems to encourage more kids to get into STEM because we need more engineers. We need more architects. We need more people going to school for this because, let's face it, we have a Finite set of resources of great, talented people in this industry. And so we are trying to, one idea at a time, one project at a time, elevate the industry here at Twi Group. And we really appreciate you being part of what we're doing. As always, if you have feedback, if you have thoughts, if you have ideas, if you love the podcast, let us know. You can always write a review on iTunes, and uh, we love five star reviews. But uh, we would love your feedback and, and if you want to be on the podcast or you have something incredible to share, reach out to me, R. Uh, rwilburn at zweiggroup.com. I'd be more than happy to talk with you. You can catch me on online anywhere. But um, you know, let's 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 meet up and talk. And uh, find out how we can continue this dialogue and move things along. There's so much to be done in the design industry, and we're just one small part of it. You're a big part of it too. So thank you so much for listening, and we hope you have an amazing day.
1: Thanks for tuning in to this Zweig Letter podcast episode. If you want more wisdom and inspiration, in addition to information about M and A strategic planning, HR and marketing your firm. Subscribe now to the digital version of The Zweigletter, free of charge. Just visit thezwiglettercom slash subscribe and leave your email address. Your free subscription will begin immediately.